What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Welcome in. It is a Carmi V Wednesday. Oh my gosh, is this actually a thing now? It's a thing. It's a thing. Carmi V Wednesday. We were just singing that before the show and Lawrence was yelling at us. Don't make me mute you. I'll mute you. I, I have that power. I think we uh, I think we only exist to... I was singing lines. the theme song of the OC. Carm had no idea what that is. Oh, now called out on the show for not knowing the OC. Wait, this you don't is, know what the OC is at all? It's bad for my brand. Now doubled now doubled up and then I don't know the OC. <laughs> oh I don't know if it's bad for your brand. I think yeah. it's bad. It's probably worse for my brand than I know the show so well. I was so just going to well. say, I think it says more about us than it does about you. <laughs> the OC. Only the greatest show that's ever appeared on Fox between the years of 2003 <laughs> and 2000. Seven. I okay, say. I actually feel somewhat better that it's not concurrent and everyone's watching it, and I have no idea who well, it is. When I was a senior in high school and into college at the University of Wisconsin, the OC was life, man. That and Friday Night Lights. The weird part about it was I was like the age of the characters in the show, which were like sophomores in high school, and I was like, I am not doing these things. Should <laughs> I be doing these things? This is like, not real life at all. Life. 2003 to 2007 was great years, namely 05 to 07. That's when I was the play-by-play broadcaster for the St. Edwards University Hilltoppers. Wow. Shout out to Austin, Texas, and the Toppers. Damn it. Other than that, I have no idea. Why are you getting angry at the Toppers? It sounds like a nice, nice school. Or something. It's what? a lovely place. Is you know, the Hilltoppers. Lawrence, you would have loved it down Wait, there. You lived in Austin. I lived in Austin. I don't think I ever knew that. I had well, it was a Franklin barbecue. I, I, did, I didn't completely leave Chicago. I was down there in the winter making $3,000 to call these basketball games, talking <laughs> to the parents of the team. I would get, I would get calls from Mr. or texts from Mr. Mullinex because, hey, hey, the Internet's out. Can you fix that? I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But, yes, I'll, <laughs> they, that's how I would know that I was off the air. And then, but I would come back in the summers and sell beer at the ballparks to uh, support my media wannabe Please, somehow, can I do this career? Well, it got you out of the Chicago winter, too. So, you know. Yeah. Better than me calling the Madison Ice Muskies game in the middle of the oh, winter. Wow. I don't know if it's better than calling the Madison Ice Muskies. That's, well, that, that team lasted two and a half an months. Ice Muskie? That team lasted how long? Two and a half months. Oh, okay. Well, then I, the toppers crumped. Still owed some money. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? The la- oh, oh, did you have your... Uh... One of the greatest logos of all time, by the way, Madison Ice Muskies. What is an Ice Muskie? Yeah, what is an Ice Muskie? It's just, you know, it's like a ho- minor league hockey team. They have a thing, and then they add the word ice to it to make it a hockey. I don't even know what a muskie is. Oh, it's a fish. Oh, see. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was the disconnect. Oh, see. That would be all full circle. Then. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Welcome in. Uh, it's Adam Hogue, Sorry, Carmi guys. V, Mark Carmen, and um, we got a good show for you today as we turn the page. It's a back-to-work Wednesday, as Mark Tressman would say. Mm-hmm. We turn the page to the New York Giants. Before we do that, though, serious situation obviously going on in Florida right now. Carmi has some ties, some very, you know, real ties to Tampa. You just came back from there. I did just come back from there. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was seeing videos and stuff that were coming out of Tampa and just the the way that the water kind of recedes at first because it's being drawn up into this hurricane and I've never seen anything like it. It was really scary. Most of the people I know, um, I know have evacuated, which is crazy to say, but I'm really glad that a lot of that most of them that I know are safe and thinking about you, Tampa, because it's really scary. Yeah, that picture was straight terrifying. The, the if you look at how if you go to Carmi V's Twitter and see that picture at and Carmi then, V at yeah. Carmi V and then see the pictures of what it's supposed to look like, yeah, 
kind of Armageddon-esque. Yeah, that, like, Bayshore Boulevard is where I would jog a lot. And uh, you'd see dolphins swimming and all that kind of stuff. And I'd oh, wow. seen the, the... The water's just, like, gone. It's gone. So I'd seen the, the level, like, decrease before for, like, tropical storms and stuff. But I'd never seen it recede to that. So um, that kind of wow. hit home a lot because I was just... that that It's crazy. It looks like a war zone already. Um, it'll be interesting. The Bucks are down in... Miami. Uh, Miami has the Thursday night game, obviously. So they're off. They cleared out of their facility. The Bucks are in there. They're still planning on playing the game on Sunday in Tampa, but I guess we're going to have to see what kind of condition Tampa is in. Yep. Uh, that's the biggest game of the week, probably. The Chiefs going to Tampa. Going to Tampa. So, uh, I wonder if they could just play it in Miami because Miami is going to be off. That's like neutral ground site, at least, and it still kind of has the weather, I guess, that Tampa could you know claim as an advantage. Sure. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I I would think that that would be a good. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, well, it's not that it's not a big deal because Tampa's fine after all of this. That would be that would be a great development. Let's hope that's what the case. But right now, it's like literally happening. So yeah, it's just, it just uh, made landfall. Like hope, now we're going. And hopefully, everyone's doing okay. Yeah, for sure. Thanks and guys. as far as the football, not a good time for the Bucks to be playing the Chiefs. No, they're angry. Well, well, and Tampa's just. Well, so they need some health, do they not? They're, they're, they're getting some guys. Like they'll get Mike Evans back. Oh, that's true. Okay, so, you did, okay, that's, um, that's one. hopefully you get Donovan Smith back at left tackle because he was an iffy. He was a game time decision this this past Sunday. Uh, because if you watch, I did a, a film study on Green Bay's defensive line in that game, and they just attacked the left side of, of the Bucks line over and over and over again, and they had so much success between the rookie left guard and Luka Decky and then Gadeki, sorry. And then the left tackle, Brandon Walton, who's their third string left tackle, which is wild because Josh Wells, who's their backup, already went out after Donovan Smith went out. So you were dealing with a guy that was making his first NFL start. You were dealing with a rookie on the, on, you know, on the interior of that. And they just, I mean, Ken, what Kenny Clark was able to do uh, and the rest of the line, honestly, they worked together really well. Uh, and they got three sacks on Tom Brady. I just still think the Chiefs are good. Oh, it, Look, they, they are good. The They're only good. reason they lost to the Colts they shot themselves in the was because of special teams. <laughs> and that doesn't usually happen with Dave Tobe. It, they were awful on special teams. They Their kicker that they, they should have just had Justin Reed kick. He would have been, been better than the guy. And I think they cut Amendola after the game or whatever because he was terrible. So I would. What's the line on that game? Do we know? This is exactly what I was about Probably to Probably the Bucks favored? I no would t- way. Really? I don't know. <sighs> Pulling up right now. No, I would have who's your who's your best team in the NFL right now? Both of you. Bills, Bills. still. Yeah. Eagles. Let's go. Fly no, high, Eagles. It's not the Eagles. E A G. I love the Eagles. I think they're doing great and they're doing all the things they're supposed to do, but like you can't tell me that they're the best team in the NFL right now. My point in asking the question overall is that to get this points bet thing figured out. It feels wide open. NFL wide open. Bears. You just gotta use your phone. I know. Turn off the old Wi-Fi. But, like, I don't even... Whatever. Um, all right. Kansas City's a one-point favorite. Okay. Give me the Chiefs, baby. Give me the Chiefs. All right. Uh, let's let's talk about the Bears. The Chicago Bears. They're going to New York this weekend. Uh, Nicholas Moriano will be there for the game. Have you covered? Make sure you're following him on Twitter. Where are you this weekend? I am not anywhere, actually. You're, so. She's nowhere. I am nowhere. I am everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. Why Carmi B is going to be well, not really why, but you're also going to be here tomorrow night. I'll be here tomorrow night. Bears after dark. Bears after dark. Yo, so we can get weird. So, 
interesting connections between these two teams. Um, first of all, they've played each other a lot in recent years. The Bears, I think, have won three straight against the Giants, maybe four straight at this point. Four. Um, but both teams wiped out front office, wiped out the coaching staff in the offseason. They interviewed the same people. Bears could have gone after Joe Shane. The Giants interviewed Ryan Poles twice. And then they ended up going in very different directions. I mean, the Giants said, we got this team, upstate New York, in the Buffalo Bills, who are going in the right direction. Let's hire Joe Shane from the Bills. He's going to bring in Brian Dayball, which they did. And they went offense, you know, with an offensive focus. Bears, meanwhile, end up hiring Ryan Poles, who is a finalist in New York. And he hires Matt Eberflus, defensive coach. Um, and their quarterback situations are different in the sense of obviously Daniel Jones is kind of on his last leash there Mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure all that out you'd think the Giants will be in position potentially to draft a quarterback this year coming up and the Bears don't want to be in that position but after the last two weeks uh you gotta at least crack open that door a little bit I think so Bears uh, have one last three okay there you go and yeah the fourth one was an overtime game Keep so, going. so the question is, as you look at both franchises right now, the Giants and the Bears, by the way, one of these two teams is going to be three and one by Sunday afternoon, which is just like we all thought kind of crazy. Which franchise would you rather be? Which, which franchise is in a better position going forward? That's a good question. So I will jump out on the old Justin Fields ledge here. I would rather be developing Justin Fields right now in year two than getting to the end of Daniel Jones and figuring out where the hell, how the hell I'm going to get a quarterback. So Mm -hmm. uh, the Bears, now that is a slightly optimistic Justin Fields take, but I'd rather be in, I'd I'd rather bet on Fields than bet on the complete unknown. Uh, uh, In addition to that though, uh, and I, and I, and I love the Fluce. Let's go Fluce. But Brian Dable, I love that hire. Mm -hmm. I think there's, I've definitely had, intermittent moments of did we blow it not bringing Brian Dable over here and going offense that that uh, philosophy offensive is offensive coordinator Mike Kafka Northwestern zone go cats is a great go uh, build upon that yes Kafka getting a lot of love this week on the CHGO bear show that's good he, he got mentioned yesterday that's bad <laughs> we're going back to back uh, the other thing too I love Saquon but Going through a major knee injury, coming back, he, he he had moments where he looked good in their last game, but that just worries me as far as the kind of a foundational piece as well. Yeah. He flashed like you know the Saquon of three four years ago, but you'd wonder how sustainable that is now that his age is creeping up. Also, with Daniel Jones, you didn't pick up his fifth year option, so like you now, I feel like he, they're gonna have to get rid of him because otherwise they're gonna pay have to pay him a lot of money, more than you know. I, anybody should be comfortable. Well, and they're they're both similar too, by the way. As far as uh, the Bears are having trouble allowing pressure on the quarterback, the Giants are having trouble allowing pressure on the quarterback. There's a lot. It's there. It's there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though. Actually, both being gashed in the run game. Both teams are in relatively good shape going forward with mm-hmm. having flexibility. Of course, the Bears, as of right now, have a ridiculous <laughs> um, projected cap space. Yeah going into next year, of over $105 million, which is by far the first in the league. But second on the list is the Giants. 
this is according to Spotrack. Uh, the Giants, though, that's way down at fifty-seven million. That shows you the gap. The gap. But Wild. it's still, you're in good shape too. If you're the Giants, it's not like you're going. Do into you the need LC. as many pieces though? If you're the Giants, because I feel like they added through the draft this year. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's like okay. I was agreeing with you that maybe they don't need as oh, many as the they Bears. Don't, yeah, but they don't need as many as the Bears. You know, they did get. Kayvon Thibodeau, um, yeah, Evan Neal. They had two top ten picks this year. One yeah. of them being the Bears pick from the Justin Fields trade, which right. is another connection in this whole thing. Um, of course, if you talk to Giants fans, Giants fans wish that they hadn't traded that pick or hadn't made that trade with the Bears because they could have drafted the guy drafted right behind Justin Fields, which was Micah Parsons. Ended up in the division and probably beat them and was the biggest reason why they lost on Monday night. Very, you know, you can't really look at it that way if you're the Bears. Like, no, you know, the Bears were trading up to get a quarterback. Quarterback, It's not like it was their pick and they just skipped Parsons. But if you're the Giants and you're the team that traded back, you could say, well, which one would you rather have right now? Mm -hmm. I mean, Micah Parsons is he's making his case for a defensive player of the year, like easy. And yeah. That I that Dallas defense though I think is also a lot better than we're giving it credit for. Probably. I No, it's okay. It just feels a little bit kind of amazing that uh would you rather would you rather Micah Parsons right now than Justin Fields? <laughs> <laughs> That's where that's well, where the that only argument I, you're making there is like with the Bears would have been trading up for Micah Parsons, right? Which would which, which Bears fans would have lo- lost their minds at that time, well, right? It had another is, defensive player. Now it would have worked out, but then you don't have Justin Fields. Who's your quarterback right now? No, you yeah. you you would not have been trading up for no. Micah Parsons. That would no, have made zero point zero sense. Right. But right, that's not a fair. But if you're the giant from the Giants' perspective, I get it. Oh yeah, that's that's a fair question. Somebody ask. at the time when they made the trade wrote Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy have their quarterback. This time it wasn't a secret that the Bears might move up for a quarterback, and that's exactly what they did Thursday night, selecting Ohio State's Justin Fields with the eleventh overall pick. Does that sound familiar to you? Because you wrote that. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it does kind of sound familiar. <laughs> yeah, they were they were in. They 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 legitimately did not know how the quarterback. You know, board was going to fall that night. They went into the night pretty much feeling like they needed a miracle to get into that range. They felt like that Giants pick at number 11 was kind of where the spot where they could realistically, um, you know, make that move to get in there. It started to become realistic when the, um, the Panthers picked right ahead of the Broncos, right? The Panthers took the corner from South Carolina. And that was a surprise. And that threw off the Broncos' plans because the Broncos were in the mix for these quarterbacks. But when Patrick Sertan fell to them, they thought the Panthers were taking Sertan. So he falls to them. That's when the door swung wide open for the Bears to get Justin Fields because now the Broncos took Sertan instead of a quarterback. And I can tell you that going on in that draft room, in that Bears draft room, they were like, scrambling like okay like let's make sure we have the parameters of these trades in place which they had already done at the time with the Giants but they had to you know get on the phone and then you may remember that the Eagles leapfrogged the Giants they traded up to get Devonta Smith and there was some tense moments there because there was a little bit of worry that that might be them trading up for fields 
even mm-hmm. though at that point they had Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts wasn't really like established yet. So there was a there was a little bit of nervousness there, but then obviously they take Devonta Smith. The Bears had the parameters for the trade to go in with the Giants. They made it happen. Bam, Justin Fields bear. I got to raise you one more thing you wrote here. Okay. <laughs> Weaknesses. Fields is a methodical passer who sometimes hesitates to pull the trigger. The clock will need to be faster at the NFL level. While he can make plays with his feet when structure breaks down, he's not as dangerous of a thrower off platform. Fumbles were also an issue for him. You nailed kind of at least one of his major issues right now, dude. Well, that wasn't just, I mean, I think that that was. That was what? Don't run away from the credit. I'm just, I'm throwing. No, you no, no, the- I appreciate I'm just, I, I, I think that was a relatively common take from people okay. who were watching his film at Ohio State. Uh, okay. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I, I'm just. Well, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. But, but I just think it's when we are sort of just sitting here looking at what's going on. It's, it's played out. And there's a reason yeah. why Fields was my fourth quarterback, you know, yeah. and now, and, and, but when I say that, like, I, I still liked them a lot. You know, like I still I had it. a first round grade. I still felt great about where the Bears got them. 11th overall, absolutely. It was a very strong quarterback class, but there were still reasons why I had Trevor Lawrence number one overall, which you're seeing now. It's starting to come, it's starting to click there for Trevor Lawrence. Um, the Zach Wilson and Trey Lance situations have obviously been weird with injuries. And Would you rather have Mac Jones? Absolutely not, which I said over and over again going into that draft. I, I think I had a second round grade on Mac Jones, mm-hmm. which is honestly how I think that's playing out right now. Like he's yeah. fine. He's, he, he's fine. You, he's you're fine. Gonna, you're going to be able to win some games with him, but he's not going to be a well special quarterback. Can't, can't project injuries, but uh, this is a rough start to the season for Mac Jones and the Patriots. Right. And by the way, on the schedule, winnable game bears. Ooh. True though. There's, I mean, on a you know quick side note, let's just uh, let's just underline six more games for the Bears on the schedule. The teams that are currently one and two, that would be the Commanders, the Lions twice. Now Detroit's been very competitive; they should have two wins. The Falcons, the Pats, and the Jets. That's eight wins. No, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. That game in New England doesn't look nearly as scary as it did as it did before the season. Year. But um, the games against Detroit now look a little bit more scary. I kind of already had that as a split. I think when I was going through my season yeah. projections, I was like, they're going to split with the Lions. They split with the Lions when they're bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I just, yeah, I mean, the the fact that the Lions are averaging over, 30, like, what, nearly 32 points a game, and they're one and two. I mean, their defense is giving up points, but you have to score points. And Dan Campbell so. is crying and saying he cost the team the game. Come on, Dan Campbell. Don't do that. You're good for the league. We're all rooting for you. We all love you, Dan Campbell. My dad Except is texting me the Madison Ice Muskies logo in the middle of the show. Way to go, Richard Hogue. That is show. Isn't really that cool. a That's sweet logo? That's a sweet logo. Yeah, send it over here. I'll, uh, I'll throw it on it's the old screen. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I did a quick search and couldn't find it. and then <laughs> It's disappeared <laughs> off the end. I still have a sweatshirt. You know what I'll do? I still have a sweatshirt. I will wear it. Ooh. I will wear it on Sunday. All right. Let's go. Alex Flores, I'm with you, buddy. Going to say the last thing and enjoy the show. Justin Fields will be fine. I yeah. see you, buddy. I mean, We're- if he was like, so his the knock on him, yeah, was holding the ball. Kind of his processing time was a little bit low. low. Like 
Now he's on his third offense in three years. Like, of course, it's also low right now. The question is, if once he gets more comfortable and understands the offense a little bit more, can he then have, a, you know, a quicker processing time and figure it out? And, like, these offenses aren't super, like, easy. Like, I think I, th- I saw a lot of comparisons to Cooper Rush and, like, just what he was able to do with the Cowboys. That offense was dumbed down for him in that game. Like, he didn't have to make as many decisions. All of those reads and stuff kind of were, like, immediately there for him. You're taking away – you're bringing guys out there. Like, I think there was this one – was it the one on the the CeeDee Lamb catch? I think, like, CeeDee was essentially the only guy that he could have thrown to because he had, like, the tight ends that were there, but they they ended up staying in the block. And so, like, he's not having to go through progressions and process all of this stuff – instantaneously which is what you need to do for your backup quarterback because he's not used to executing this offense um but I mean they just kind of made it bare bones and kind of dumbed it down for him and it worked I I do have a um sort of an optimistic view to bring to the show on Justin Fields today okay um I was talking about this earlier on the score so I apologize if some people have already heard this but Trying to f- so I'm watching I'm watching more of the film even last night specifically just watching Justin Fields plays okay mm-hmm. and you know how like we eventually reached the point with Mitch Trubisky where everybody was just like okay look the guy just can't read defenses like he mm-hmm. doesn't know what he's looking at yeah he at least n- not enough okay the weird thing that's going on with Justin right now is he's looking in the right places. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he appears to be actually reading the defenses correctly and looking at the spots where he's supposed to throw the ball. I think he's internally doubting himself that he's looking at the right place. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's sure. Like, he's actually doing it. He just hasn't convinced himself that he, he, he is doing it. And I would much rather have that situation and have the guy just drop back and have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So something has to click there. And I think it still can. Where he's just got to go through these experiences. And eventually when he realizes, I'm actually doing this correctly. Mm-hmm. He's going to be throwing that ball quicker, faster. He's going to pull the trigger. As I put it in what you pulled up from a few years ago. He's going to pull that trigger more. I hope. I think he also has just a very skewed version of like what he thinks playing quarterback at the NFL level is in some ways because he doesn't have the people around him necessarily to like like the talent around him as far as receivers go but then even with some of the pass protection issues with the offensive line I know they're they've been really good at run blocking but like there's still issues with pass protection I feel like Fields just thinks that he's going to have to contend with a defender coming in his face all the time. And, like, there's times where he's just, like, backpedals and, you know, he's one-on-one with a defender in the backfield. And, like, there's not panic out of him. It's almost like he expects that to happen. But he's got to get over that because there's at least two of the five sacks Sunday were on him, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. There was one where he could have stepped up and instead he backpedaled out of there and ended up getting tackled. If you step up in the pocket, you're probably okay or at least can scramble. And then there's the one I brought up on the show yesterday – where he's got Khalil Herbert right in front of him, and he literally walks into the pressure. Yeah. Instead of yeah. just throwing the ball, and it wasn't like a long throw; it was like a six-yard dump off. Like right. you just got to do it. We're right. back into the feeling the game, playing natural, yes, comfortable comfortability that he hasn't shown. Listen, uh, perhaps too much to ask that he makes a major jump this week, and you know, one step, 
1% better, as they say, would probably be good. <laughs> but just a reminder, the New York football Giants, they've got three sacks through three games, all right? They don't have a pick. Quarterbacks are doing quite well against the Giants. Q, you know, quarterback rating at 94. So Teams he, are running on them. Team, they, they're running all over them. The Bears might run it 40 times on Sunday, but when he's throwing the football, he should become, you know, have time to do it. So, uh, yeah, come on, come on, QB one, come on one. Let's have a let's have a let's have a step forward this well, week. Well, yeah, well, let's get into this matchup a little bit. But first, I want to tell you that this football season, points bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games. And that means before this ad is over, you can place a live same game parlay bet on the next drive to be a touchdown and cash out on your live second half over bet. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up with code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And when you are going to get tickets to a concert, to a game, to anything to entertain you to the end of the earth, you should be doing it right here on the Game Time app. Best value out there. Incredible deal. Saving yourself money, getting the best seats, or just getting yourself in the building. The way to do it with the Game Time app is uh, is really the only way you should be thinking about doing it. Looking right now, Phillies Cubs, great value right behind home plate. That would be, oh, man, little, 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 little 410. Love that section right there. Six bucks. Uh, throw on the fees, you get to 14, and you're into Wrigley for one of the last nights of the year. Beautiful night for baseball, by the way. Um, and, and you drinking. get to boo Schwarber and uh, Castellanos or root for them, either way. <laughs> that was weird last night, David Ross booing Schwarber at the plate. <laughs> like, I don't, that, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I'm on the football season. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I, I, I saw that one making the, the Twitter rounds. But uh, <laughs> if you want to, if you love CHGO and want to support us, the best way to do the Game Time app is to uh, get your tickets through the link that is in the description. The Game Time app, best way to go to concerts, games. We love you, Game Time. Right. Guess how many pitches of White Sox baseball I've watched since they collapsed last Tuesday? Going to go with zero. Zero. In fact, I didn't even know until I checked my phone last night that they've literally lost every single game since that night. So, congratulations. It's a great quit. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to implode, you might as well. I mean, I can't be mad at to. them for quitting since I apparently quit too. <laughs> it's kind of how I felt when I was playing Nick yesterday in ping pong. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he just made me implode. This is the, this is turning into such a saga. Yeah, I, I was. Nick had one of the greatest ping pong. It was a good shot. Hits I've ever seen in my life, and I was filming it, and I literally stopped the camera the second before he dove on the ground and flipped the one up in the air that landed, and I think he got the point. He did. Uh, yeah, I I got closest that I've gotten to with Nick, and we don't. I don't want to talk about it. But uh, twenty-one sixteen yesterday, I'm creeping, and uh, is that a score prediction for this weekend? Ooh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. I got. I'm going to give myself a second to come up with my Bears Giants score, Carmy V. But <laughs> but we'll, we'll put that as a possibility. The uh, Bears have signed a wide receiver to their practice squad. Okay, Reggie Robertson Jr. Maybe it's Roberson. Re- Roberson. Reggie Roberson Jr. SMU kid. Yeah. Yeah. He uh that means they did not trade for uh Yeah, that's a depth type. 
we don't expect any sort of actual. I mean, so I'm, I'm just passing some news along. I don't yeah. know that uh, we went. Down I would set the over under uh, Reggie Roberson Jr. catches for the Chicago Bears at under whatever the number is. Put it on the record that I love Amir Smith Marset. I want to see him on the field. I want to see him catching balls on a kick return. Well, his first I'm getting, kick return didn't go that well. That was a one kick return. Can, <laughs> can we give Can we give guy a little bit of a chance to breathe? You you picked oh. him you picked him up from Minnesota for a reason. Your wide receiver room is thin. It takes a while to pick up the. Although he was coming, he we did play get, in a similar scheme the last couple of years. So I would think the, it could he could pick this up quicker than some other ones. But it, you don't just sign a wide receiver and play. like. I, I didn't watch much of the Tampa game last week, but like you have Cole Beasley. Cole, I know. Goes and, right it, and I was listening to the game driving home, and like even the, the analyst was like, there's no way Cole Beasley knows what the checks are right now that no. Tom Brady's trying to do in the two-minute drill. No, Tom is telling him what route to run and to just do it. Yeah. That's, it, that's it, what Tom's It takes doing. time. That's a veteran wide receiver. Yes. That, that's fine. But I talked to Amir. We, we, oh, you talked to him. We, okay. we have a bond. And Amir told me what you just said, basically. It's a very similar system. Once I got the verbiage down, I'm good. So, as in he's good, as in he's ready, as in as in we have no wide receivers. Give Amir – let's yeah. just let, – come on, man. Well, well, here's here's the thing, and I have no – we're going to learn maybe the next couple hours. I would guess Nikhil Harry's – not quite ready to. No, he's still a week away from being eligible. Bayless Jones, but I think he's eligible to practice this week if he's healthy. Yeah, because there's like a ramp up period you could do. So there's that. There's Bayless Jones. Jones. Great. Well, probably had, has a. Well, last night we had Adam Rank and I had Dion Brooks on. He was the fan that like was crying after the Bears Packers loss. That's a um, great get, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So we talked to him, and he was, but he was at the Bears game this past Sunday. <laughs> Missed opportunity for CHGO. <laughs> swing and a miss. Actually, not a swing, just a miss. <laughs> just, just a miss. Uh, he talked to Bayless Jones on Sunday when he was at the game because he was at the sideline pass and he was talking to all the players and stuff. The Bears invited him out, and Bayless said that he was going to be ready to go this week. Wait, so the Bears invited him out to practice because he cried? No, he, the game on the itself. field. He was yeah. on the field. He did another video this on Sunday where he was on the field. And he's like, yeah, I'm on the team. He's wearing a Mooney jersey. Yeah. Because that yeah. was one of the things in the video was like, she's like, you better be suiting up the way that you're committed to this. And he's just like, I'm with the team. So then on Sunday, he was with the team. I mean, he, he's a comedian. Just yeah. so we're Yeah, aware. he is a comedian. It's all fake. Oh, was that whole thing a bit? Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. He I'm did say, he told us that like the feelings were there because he's a huge, he is a huge Bears fan. Uh, but Wait, no, that he, whole thing was fake. Come on, man. It's 2022. Nothing's real. Nothing's real. I hate that. Come on. Nothing's real. No, it was good though. It was, I, I appreciated it. Okay, it was, so you know, it was real. I hate the internet. I was a little bit slow to realizing who we were talking about. I actually have been trying to get him, and so <laughs> I, I do you want do you, do you want that? I can help that. So I swing can help with that now. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. All Wait, right. I'll ask. Do you, you have did room? you know it was fake? Yes, he's a comedian. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, but I didn't know it was fake when it, when it first came out. So and into your upset, I have the same upset. Like, oh yeah, when I first found out, real. I was like, oh okay. But but the dude's funny. I'm not yeah, gonna he, lie. He, I did have funny. my doubts. I'm like, nobody could actually be this upset. Right. Well, he was on the field on Sunday, and did I didn't you, see. That. You didn't see that? Did you see that clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on the yeah. So, but so Carb, you need to realize you probably should just send me anything that you see that you think I should see. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, okay. I'm not gonna not see gonna it. see okay. it. Okay. <laughs> You're Mr. Twitter. I'm Mr. Twitter in, like, the football world, though. I'm not, like... You I mean, that crossed over. 
I didn't see it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just following the wrong people. Well, he told me that he talked to Bayless Jones. He told me and Adam that he talked to Bayless Jones, and Bayless Jones told him that he was going to be ready to go. Wait, we're relying on the comedian for I, I, this? Is, I, I'm, I'm not okay. saying it's verified information. Yeah, all I'm due just respect to you. that, too. Bayless Jones also told reporters when he came out there for that one practice a couple weeks ago that he was going to play yeah, on Sunday. Gonna, yeah. And then he didn't practice I, the I, next I, day. I, I still want him on the show because uh, good job being funny and being in the conversation, but I'm not – hundred percent confident that Bayless is playing, but no. I like, but that's it. It's good info, Carmi V. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not saying it's verified info. I was just saying that there, that's a possibility that we could, they could get Bayless Jones back, or in. Also, yeah. Doug, you are one hundred percent wrong. I have seen the video that they're talking about. I had hundred people send it to me after the game because the Packer fans enjoyed it. The Packer fans are the ones who really got spoofed on that because they all thought it was real. Yeah, take I that. just I didn't follow up on it, and I didn't know that it wasn't real, or the guy was a comedian. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a great bit. Also, to even crush your world a little further, that's not actually his girlfriend either. Oh my! God. <laughs> it was just his here. friend. She helped him with it. Wow, Carmi V is on the inside of the inside with today's. <laughs> it doesn't bother you at all. Nothing's real. This is real. This, this is, show is re- <laughs> This is a Where real ass show, okay? People, it's all real. The takes are real. The thoughts are real. It's genuine. This is the internet space you want to be in. This is tr- CHGO. 100% real, 100% all the time. Let's get that in the... Can we get make that a, a motto for Wednesdays or something? Real Wednesdays. Real Wednesdays. That was a... That was, that's... No one cares about this. When I was in college, we literally had real Wednesdays in our house that we lived in. Where it was like you just say whatever you really want to say, and then you just that be sounds like, extremely healthy. For and then you just kids. be like, "Real Wednesday, it's Real Wednesday." You, it was great. That's it, a, was, it was healthy. That's, 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 it's like a very it, healthy thing for college kids to do. It feels ahead of the curve. It does. I mean, I I needed like at least five years of, of uh, intense group therapy before I could have gotten <laughs> to that point, and I hadn't had that in college. So good job. You just needed the yeah. There's just, no chance any of those guys are watching this show right now, but if they were and knew I was talking about Real Wednesday in 2022 on this show, they'd be losing their minds right now. All right. The matchup. matchup. Okay. Bears, Giants. I Look, I haven't gotten far enough to the point, and we'll have to submit our predictions here probably in the next 24 hours or so, where I'm like comfortable making a firm prediction yet. I, my initial reaction, though, as we turn the page from Texans to Giants, the timing seems right for this matchup for the Bears. You know, I, I, I think the Giants were exposed to some things, or exposed in some ways, I should probably say. They lose Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Like, who's their, who's their top wide receiver right now? Kenny Galladay, who's doing nothing for them? It's not, it's not Kenny Galladay. Right? Yeah. So... I, I I feel like Richie James. What? Richie James is their leading receiver right now. That's not a real wide receiver. I giant or not a giant. Yards. Giant or not a giant. Which, <laughs> that's a good that's a good one to play. Because Lawrence, what was the bear or not a bear you brought up in the middle of the game the other day? I, I have no idea because I Wait. couldn't tell who it was. I don't. Was, I think it was like Cole Komet or something. Oh. No. <laughs> Was it? Uh, they have three guys tied for sacks, which each of them has one because they only have, I think, three on the season. Yeah, the pass rush isn't there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any of these guys. Like, so if you're the Bears right now, where are you weak on offense? Your passing game, your pass protection. I think it's been good enough. Not great, not even good, but good enough. 
But now you're facing a team that doesn't really scare you from a pass rush standpoint no. too much, at least based on what they've done so far. Unless Kayvon Thibodeau decides to. They can't stop the run. No, not at all. So you should be able to continue to run the football. Shout out to anybody who was able to pick up Khalil Herbert in fantasy on the waiver wire in the last 24 mm-hmm. hours. Me not being one of those people. I didn't bid enough money. Um, you, 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 I don't want to cut you off here, and, and I don't want to take away any optimism. And I don't want to say that Justin Fields isn't a part of the problem as far as the sack rate, but the Bears are fourth from the bottom as far as protecting the quarterback when he's going back. It's, that's, that What's that based on? That are those that's the sack the rate sacks per, sack rate percentage. I would I'm telling you. Granted, offensive line coaches are clearly biased, but I would bet that Chris Morgan would tell you that at least half the sacks are on the quarterback so far. Also, if it's sack rate but, percentage, but, but it's fine that they're, they're all in it together. If it's sack rate percentage, then that's also probably skewed a little bit because like it's based on the number of dropbacks, right? Yes. And so the Bears haven't had that many dropbacks but so. whenever they do it yeah it's it's an issue yeah i'm just i'm just putting out facts here okay do you, you know 78.3 net passing yards 78.3 net that's last <laughs> i hope it's last but what's more jarring is 31st is 31st Second to last is Carolina, one sixty one, which is which is double. Yes, you have to double their net passing to get to thirty one. That I don't know if that difference has ever existed in the history of the NFL. And by the way, I mean, what are we in nineteen forty two and everybody else is playing now? Oh, I told you the stat the other day. Like, no team had won a game since nineteen seventy eight or whatever with that quarterback (laughs) stat line. Nobody's denying that it 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 needs to be better. But I, you're not playing the Packers this week. You're playing the Giants, right? I know. I I outlined it earlier. The 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 the, the, and for the second week in a row, these teams are very similar. You, 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 the Bears aren't getting enough pass rush either. So they're probably sitting there in New York going, we should be able to run against them. They can't stop the run. They're not getting their pass rush. They're probably saying the exact same stuff. Yep. I'll tell you right now, and I'm 2-1 on my picks this year, I will be picking the Bears to win this week. Okay. Okay. Bears. Bears, Hogue. Okay. One of my favorite qualities about you is how you have ability to, like, you just spent like five minutes shitting on the Bears, and then I, you're well, like, I'm, I'm picking them the win. I, I, well, because I'm, I'm, I am betting on the future. It's the f- <laughs> what, what is we're Sea Biscuit. Where's my guy? The, it's the future, the future Sunday, okay. Carmi V. Looking at me completely like I'm crazy. Right? Yes, that's what it's been to this point, and it's going to get better. Bears. Got one update for you, and we will have Nicholas Moriano on from Hallis Hall here shortly. We understand that um, Amir Smith-Marset's going to have seven catches this week, or maybe one. Yes, Matt Eberflus <laughs> just said that in the press conference. He told everybody, seven catches, Amir. No, just kidding. He did say that hopefully, quote, hopefully, this is from Adam Johns. You may have heard of him. This feels like a Valus. On Twitter, at Adam Johns. Hopefully, Valus Jones Jr. can play this week. Bears coach Matt Eberflus said when asked about losing Byron Pringle. So there you go. The one catch that Byron Pringle brings you will be replaced by Bayless Jones. Okay, so there you go. Hey, we don't need to play Bayless 
a ton of snaps. Just let him let him let him return kicks. So we don't have to watch. That's where I think he has a better impact. The field position. Maybe he can break one for you, but it's more so I think in the return game where where Valus Jones Jr. would make a difference mm-hmm. right away. You know he's going to get those opportunities. Let's and I do worry about hamstring injuries; those take forever to heal. You definitely want to want to want to play. It's hard to hold yourself back. You have a setback on that thing. Now your whole season is screwed. So I hope he's healthy. Let's trust the doctors here that they're making the right decision, putting him back on the field. But I'm excited to see him. Yeah. Well, I hope that they've been cautious with him, and that's why he hasn't played yet. Right. Because I brought this up the other day. I mean, if they knew he was going to miss four weeks, they would have put him on IR. So either this was sort of always the spot where you were hoping to get him back week week four or something happened where there was a setback. I hope it's just they weren't sure they're being very careful to make sure that Oh, it doesn't become a bigger thing. Yeah, it won't. I mean, it's not like he's going to be having to shoulder a load, you know, a huge load, like, you know, being the team's number one receiver. And we got to get the comedian for inside information here. But I mean, he's, I assume he's foam rolling every day. <laughs> I, said, I don't know. He's doing his yoga. His, I'm sure that the training staff has him, you know, doing right. a lot of. Getting some solid massages three times a week. Let's go. Let's Maybe get there's the, some acupuncture in there. Who knows? Right, sure. Let's get the knots out. Let's get let's get some needles going here. Whatever needs to be done. Bayless, we miss you. Bad. Um Braggs is worried about it being a road game. Okay. Well, I'm I'm worried about the turf. I'm not worried about the ga- like the, the stadium itself. I'm the worried Giants about turf? Yeah. Just playing on turf? Yeah. It's been a problem, right? With it's been injuries? a problem. That's like with their own guys. Yeah. Did you see uh, the Sterling Shepard injury? Was like he was just yeah. That but, wasn't the turf. That was just something in his body was ready to pop, and it could go at any minute because he didn't even do anything on that play. Well, well, they've they've had issues on that. Like teams also have had issues on that. Yeah, turf. I remember that being the thing. Yeah. Well, on and MetLife turf. Odell, OBJ was tweeting about yeah. it. Yeah, saying, that's what, like right after that happened with Shep. Like, hey, this is the NFL. We're all billionaires. Can we get some grass? Why do we have to play on this shit? Yeah. I'm with you, man. Like, it seems like there should be some solution that is universal. Yeah, like, or or at least two different surfaces that are relatively universal one for indoor stadiums, one for outdoor stadiums. Like, if you can't actually have grass because you have a roof or whatever, but like, I get like the different climates too, Matt, like the grass. But at the same time, I think that the Bears now have the same grass that like Tampa does. They have that Bermuda grass. Yeah. No, no, no. It's the Bermuda grass. It's a little different, Carmi. Oh, it's the Bermuda grass. That's I'm right. so sorry. <laughs> Semantics. And it's been holding up pretty well through the first two weeks, I'd say. So, But yeah. you have stadiums right now, like Arizona, they literally are able to they roll, roll it. I've seen the it. grass yeah. out yep. into the parking lot and but get it in the sun. The, wi- the wild part, though, about that is, though, when, when they roll that out, and it's like, I mean, it is kind of thick, but... Below it is just a concrete slab. Like there's no yeah. like I'm I'm surprised that there's not more like cushion or whatever. And I've heard that Arizona's turf or you know playing surface is not good to play on either. It's really hard, um, which I, is not surprising because I've seen them roll this out. I interned for the Cardinals in college, and I would get there early enough to see them roll it in and out. And I'm like, there's just this giant concrete slab underneath it. And I'm like, can we get some like I don't know a little bit of cushion? I'm, I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. But then you know, other, I guess other teams do that too. Well, I I get the I get it. If you have a dome stadium and it's just that would be the situation with grass that doesn't 
really help anything. However, outdoor stadium, NFL, rule. You play outdoors, you have, gr- you have a grass field. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah well, apparently there's, it's not. And I, 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 I get it, too, for New York because you've got the Jets and the Giants, and so there's a lot of usage going on all the time. Do like, you know at Tottenham in London – Oh yeah, that they have. They suck. They literally okay. It's <laughs> unnecessary. Go Spurs. The, the stadium. The stadium though. They Go do U Spurs or whatever they say. They do the same thing though. That's my Premier League team because they have a cool logo, and that's the only reason. And it's cool, and because I've been to their stadium. Their logo is a stupid bird. You don't okay. You don't like chicken. You don't eat chickens. This Saturday, six thirty a.m. Arsenal. Versus those scumbags. I didn't even know that that was this week. That's funny. Ooh, I'm going to an Arsenal game in, in April. Congratulations <laughs> to you. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, you should be. Benedetto is just dialed in. That's what it's What I was going to say is the grass pitch, as they like to call it, for soccer roll, literally rolls out over the artificial playing surface they have underneath, which they use for NFL for the games. NFL. Yeah. Like, that's cool. There's. But the point is, like, to support the original thing is, like, this is the NFL. Can we just figure out something that's safe and works? It shouldn't be this damn hard. No. You're right. Well, you work so hard to get to the to play in the league, to be in, and, and then, oh, I got to play on this stuff, and, oh, I just had a non-contact injury, and I'm out for a year, and my career, if I'm a bubble player, is most likely over. That sucks. Yeah. Not saying that you can't get hurt on grass. Clearly you can, but come on, league. No, but, like, when it's reached, like, it's players and certain players – because play, the players know which playing surfaces are good and which playing surfaces are bad. And, like, if you know that, then you should do something about that. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. there shouldn't be a variance like that, especially when it uh, comes to, yeah, injuries and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're in agreement. Uh, hey, real, real quick, uh, we've got to make sure everybody knows about Green Ridge Farm – an amazing Chicago local meat and cheese company. One farm. Yeah, just one farm. One amazing farm. It's the one amazing one farm. One delicious farm. Two carms, one farm. <laughs> That's right. Two carms, one Thanks, farm. Lawrence. Green Ridge Farm. It is a Chicago local meat and cheese company that offers you a better all-natural option. We have a lot of that stuff in our fridge here at CHGO. It's so good. The makers of the all-natural deli meat sausages and their famous meat sticks. Got to love the meat sticks. Mm. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. Mm. The all-natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. 16 grams of protein per stick. So you get They go perfect. well in a Bloody Mary. I'll say that. Bam. Yeah. Perfect in a Bloody Mary. Um, this man's living in 3022. Perfect for Nicholas Moriano's you, post-workout snack with the 16 grams of protein. They come in chicken, but that's we just documented that uh, Lawrence doesn't like chicken. Uh, <laughs> the Black Forest beef, and there's flavors like jalapeno cheddar and spicy chili. If you haven't tried them yet, you don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes, generations in the making, and the fact that they're all natural, delivering a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can find them right now at Costco, Sam's Club, or in your local Chicagoland grocery store. And when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, guess what? Those meat sticks will be free. F-R-E-E free. Simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. 
And just to just to qualify, I actually like chicken a lot for nope, uh, you people don't? in the chat. Mm-hmm. I do. Not I according. Think Spurs is a trash club and never wins anything. You called it a stupid bird. Yeah, their their logo. Speaking yeah. of logos, do you have that Ice Musky logo oh, we were yeah. talking about earlier? Yeah, let's do that. Just, uh, just yeah, a good way to sneak that yeah. into the yeah, show because I, I was kind of didn't really know how we were going to work that back into the conversation. There it is. Somehow like, there just it is. Did it. You, you can't tell her- me that logo's ama- that logo's amazing. That is, that is pretty. He's amazing. busting through. Yeah, the I was going to say he's busting through like a. Puck. Yeah. Oh, the ice sheet. He's busting through like the ice sheet. Looks like the old Hartford Whalers, at least color wise. Color wise, yeah. I'm telling you, this was a thing that should have had more success. And it was just run by the wrong people, and it didn't work out. I am Mr. Hockey. To pull out a Hartford Whaler, give me some props. Congratulations on pulling on a team pretty no, much anywhere sorry, over yeah. the age who, of 30 who should Who wouldn't know that? Yeah, what are you talking about? Who would, yeah. Like, you okay. Think, you think All you right. deserve props for knowing the Hartford that Whalers? That doesn't impress me much, Carm. You're a hockey guy because you know how, the how Hartford Whalers? How, how about this? How about this? I saw the Blackhawks with Ronick play the Whalers in Hartford. Does that count? Sure, at the mall. That's great. So, at you're, the ma- so you're old. Uh, why is it called the mall? Because that's where they played. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, was in, it was in a mall. And, but no wonder they moved to Carolina. All right, never mind. I'm, I, you cannot be impressed by my heart. They played Whaler. in a mall? I'll, I'll be impressed that Brass I Brass Bonanza, man. Brass Bonanza. We all know, we all know the Whalers. Love Listen, the Whalers. I'm a basketball guy, Lawrence, and for okay. me to be able to pull out the Hartford Whalers and say that I went to a Blackhawks game with Roenick, Kevin Kadick should be proud of me. He should be. He that's a real hockey fan. Kind of thumbs yeah. up. That's all you can hope for. <sighs> all right. Back to Bears. Someone, Eli says that that looks like more of a trout than a muskie. <laughs> okay. And I, I'd like to compliment the maturity of the, of the chat when we get to the Greenridge Farm read. We, they, it's true. We, I, w- I, w- I didn't really comment because I was just like, oh, this is going to. Here it comes. What's, Here wrong with, what's wrong with the meat stick? Uh, nothing. No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> But <laughs> you can have fun, everybody. Yeah. Um, Bragg says he only's heard of the Whalers because of mall rats. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Uh, uh, that's the Kevin Smith film. So after Clerks. Which sh- shout I, out! I to don't remember the Whalers being involved in that, but I guess not yeah, the maybe. Kevin James film Mall no, Cop. God no. Yeah. Sure. Shout out to Braggs, who I did not realize that I took a shot at Braggs on the show yesterday, but when I was going back through the show, I realized that, oh, indeed I did. What did you do? Well, I said, who doesn't want, like, who doesn't want to lay brick with, with Braggs? And then, I mean, you get a lunch break. I mean, clearly, Braggs takes lunch breaks, and that was, that was, that was uncalled for. So. Oh, I didn't even notice that, but yeah. thank you for now bringing it to everybody's attention again. Yeah, yeah. So, I... I <laughs> So now you just took another shot. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I did. You, you proactively <laughs> brought up the shot. You're like you, half apologizing, but really you just really wanted you to just bring it up. It back I, up. I, yeah, I wanted one more. Bam. Well, because he's, you know, he's hanging out. Thanks, Brax. <laughs> Kevin Cadiz. I did. He's assigning me to watch Mall Rats tonight. I mean, it's a great film. Hallmark. It's an amazing uh, film. I, I love that I film. Bragg says, Carm called me fat. Never use that word. Someone accused me of doing that to Jay Zawaski on Sunday, too. What did you do to well, Jay? I had an Instagram video. I'm walking around, and I'm finding the CHO employees in the crowd. Everybody's being nice and mingling with all our awesome people that came out to hang out with us. And I got to Jay, and guess where Jay was standing? By the food truck. That's not calling him fat. He has a podcast about food, <laughs> and it is called I'm Fat. The I'm Fat podcast. So did you say, oh, no surprise, he's right next to the food truck? Yes, I did. Well, that dude called him fat. 
No, I didn't. I said the food guy's next to the food truck. Yeah. If he had no connection to food, then I would get you. He has a podcast called the I'm Fat Podcast. Are you a... Uh, I'll give you that. Thank you. Yeah. And he leans into it. And he thought it was funny. Well, you're making two separate points here. You're now saying that he calls himself fat. No, I said he has a podcast called the I'm Fat Podcast. <laughs> I think that you were a little insensitive to Jay as I was a little insensitive to, to Braggs. Okay. But I think we're all okay. Carmi, what do we think? <laughs> I don't have time to watch Mall Rats tonight, that? but I want to. What's, what's it rated? That's a great film. What's it rated? I don't know. Probably, I don't know. What, are we talking Rotten Tomatoes? You don't watch it with my kid? Oh, no, yeah. No, oh, like my dad meant. who took me I, to the Big Lebowski when I was 12? No, I that. mean, that's just an education at that point. Can yeah. we do that, by the way, that's real it. quick? First rated R movie that you ever saw as a kid because I want to... The Big Lebowski when okay. I was 12 oh. at the Biograph Theater on Lincoln Avenue. Mine was Flashdance at the Highland Park Theater oh, for fifty. Yikes. Yeah, it was amazing. And I, I remember my, my father, who was an, an old dad at, at that point, uh, he just walked up to the guy, what's in this movie that a young man should not see? Well, sir, there's a lot of profanity and nudity. We'll take two tickets. <laughs> that was good parenting. <laughs> that is good parenting. My first, I think, was Jerry Maguire. That was the first Radar movie I saw. Jerry Maguire? Yeah. I remember that's, watching that. That's kind of I was I was gonna say like I don't remember even thinking anything of it necessarily, but I do remember being like, "Ooh, I get to watch like a grown-up movie" because well, I was like eight. Of course, Braggs is RoboCop. That is so. Yeah, that's brand. Just, he just likes James Thornton. <laughs> uh, oh, I know this movie. Which one? Mall Rats. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but so, I know I know what it is. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street for Jordan. That is that is that is tough. Oh, Freddy vs. Jason. Why? Do, what are all these horror movies? If you were, right. Uh, so, so Kevin in my era, like a lot of us saw Friday the Thirteenth is in there, which is like also terrifying. Absolutely not. Kill, kill, kill. I don't find them entertaining. <laughs> no, no, and no. Anything like remotely creepy? I'm like I'm a, I I, li- I live by myself. Like I don't. Uh. Uh-uh, no. Agreed. I won't. I won't watch like scary movies. I won't watch anything remotely like. Creepy, especially if it's rooted in reality. No, we had a, a kid. We had a kid party to all watch Halloween, and then after the party, we're all there's like t- thirteen of us. This is back in the day here. Clearly, we're all sleeping. Nineteen sixty four. Nineteen sixty four. Yes, that's what it was. And we we all went into the basement for the sleepover. So we're in the basement. Oh no! It's right. So one of the but the guy who had the party, his older brother was kind of an odd dude. So but one of the kids <laughs> in the basement was like, one of the kids. This is a long story, but it's worth it. One of the kids in the basement was like, "Can I go up?" Stairs and sleep with your brother, and then one of the kids, the other kids, like you'd rather go sleep up there with that dude. (laughs) (laughs) My cousin used to make us watch scary movies every Thanksgiving, and I would crawl in a bed with my parents every single time. I know, like, didn't I? Yeah, I. Oh, it was the worst. She showed us the Japanese version of The Ring. Whoa. Yeah, like real, real, real horror stuff. Yeah, the horror movie people out there, you have my respect because I can't sit through it. I can barely make it through the firm. I think AGM has it uh, on point here. He says, the first horror movie I watched was Mike Glennon. That sort of wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's good. Bring us back. Uh, oh, thanks, Alex. Glennon kind of, I mean, he, hmm? he has almost, he has a look that he could have actually played Jason and or Michael Myers. Who does? 
Mike Glennon? Glennon. Don't you think Glennon's got a like? Are you, do you, are you just discriminating against Ginger? I just think Mike Glennon and Kevin Fishbane are actually the same person. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how tall Mike Glennon He's is? He's tall Kevin Fishbane. Okay. I was going to say, Mike is like, he, we, were, I had, we had him in Tampa. Yeah. He's a really Uh-oh. nice guy. Oh, oh, I, I just, I realized I just went down the wrong path here. Glennon and Carmi, you respected his game. Nice guy. I, good I, Glennon. He's a good, he's a good, he was a nice guy. He was a yeah. very, very sweet man. Yeah. And he was also very tall. And his, yeah, that's, I, sure. that's, that's all. He's, he's, he was a fine. Six, seven. Yeah. <laughs> I li- like, well, his neck is like tall by inches. NFL standards. His neck is at least seven He's inches. tall by NFL standards, even. He's massive. <laughs> this is an odd show today, and I'm it really is. enjoying it. Well, but hey, we got someone We're here. waiting for Nick from He's here. Spooky. He's here. He's here. 70% neck, RM. 70% neck. <laughs> That's a that's a lot of percentage. All right, uh, I believe we have uh, the voice of Nicholas Moriano. Ooh, the voice, the whole we'll body's there, but the voice the is voice there. Is there. From Hallis Hall, what's up, Nick? What do we got? What's going on, you guys? Uh, yeah, just got out of the press conference with Justin Fields, and remember the last time we we uh, I came on, it was like completely different. Justin Fields opened up, was very, I guess, oh, just no. again a different person. Did he go back he, to quiet, Justin he, Fields? Yeah, that that's more so like what it was today, and just seemed like uh, again still lingering on the performance that that happened last week. You could you could just tell in some of the answers there were short short answers, and he just sounded like a honestly like a defeated person a little bit. But um, he was asked like I think a lot of people wanted to know about like the third and nine play where he decides to run instead of maybe try to throw the the open pass back when Amy St. Brown, Dante Pettis over on the right side, and he said that his feet just weren't weren't in the right place at the right time so he didn't want to pull the trigger and go over there he saw it but he said like his feet again weren't in the right place and he referenced his feet again when asked if he was hesitant on some throws and he said he doesn't feel like that he's hesitating but again references the feet one more time there so the footwork still your face there fixed i I like that he's gone back into quiet mode don't try to be nice don't do anything other than just be really irritated about your play right now and I'm not talking about anything because I don't want to talk about it and I'm just going to show you on Sunday I'm fine with it yeah I don't really care so much about that I care more about the fact that this you're Nick you're talking about like the first play the the on the first drive first series of the game like so his feet aren't in the right place I don't that's not an excuse it's a reason well, why not? Right. It, like, I'm telling yeah, you that, again, we talked about this play yesterday. It is the most basic cover two beater. I guarantee you they repped all week. So, why come you got to the game and the feet aren't in the right place? Like, Yeah, he, he said he wanted to try to hit Darnell Mooney on that play, and it didn't quite open up. So, by the time that he, you know, we're looking at, you see Equinemius on the corner. That, you know, seems like the obvious throw or the, the curl there. Again, his feet weren't in the right place. But, again, I wonder if that's going to – trying to force things to darn up Mooney, not seeing it open when it, it is or isn't open. And then by the time he looks off of that, you know, the play for him in his mind wasn't there anymore. All right. I mean, I like that because, I mean, the Bears won. And a lot of quarterbacks, I feel like, will hide behind a win. But he's not. Well, and, I and like that he's still kind of like, no, I mean, this, I, I still sucked. We won, but I Someone sucked. else says they watched the presser. And, um, okay, so first of all, next time, wait till our show's over, then go back and watch the presser. Um, but <laughs> beyond that, uh, he said that he just seems pissed, not necessarily like down, just mad 
And I saw another tweet, Nick, from one of the other reporters uh, at House Hall. I'm forgetting what it was at this point, but basically just said he just seems angry about how he played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one way to look at it too. Like, just again, just different from from the the last time we spoke with him. Um, he also said like he's had bad games before, and someone was asked like, "Who's the person that you go to?" And he's like, "Well, I've had bad games before." And he said, "There is a guy here for mental health. He hasn't gotten like he said if it ever gets to that point, like we do have a resource here in the building at House Hall." But um, like he said, he's had bad games before, but for him, it's just about kind of going back, getting into watching film, which he said, we saw also Darnell Mooney in the picture of him catching the footballs on Soldier Field. He immediately went to the film. He said he was going to do that. He, he went to that right immediately after the game. He said, obviously, it was very frustrating watching that film because he knows he left some plays out there. I'd like to let Justin know that I've got a pep group. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can just, you know, just be on WhatsApp. You can hit the microphone, and then you can just talk about what's going on, and you don't have to respond to anything. So if he just wants to get it out there, you if you wait for there to be a problem here, when, when, when let all the feelings build up, that's not the answer here. Fields should be in a pep group with, with different bears. That's my recommendation. Pep group, Fields, Bears, Hogue. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Well, he, he's saying that, like, if we have a problem, we have this guy. It's like, no, 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 man. There's you, You've got stuff coming up every single day. I l- well, well, here's what I worry about, and I want to get some of the other news too, Nick. But I, I, just the thing I do worry about is this guy has never been through losing before. Now, granted, mm-hmm. again, like you That's reminded a- us, thank you for reminding us, they did win the football game. That's good. But, like, win or lose, you're still a quarterback who didn't play well. And I don't care what player you are. You can win the game. If you didn't play well, you go home and you don't feel good that night. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, you might feel a little bit better because you won the game, but you still don't feel good about your own play because this is the NFL. It's all about surviving. You have to play well to survive to keep your job. Okay, so I just worry because this is a guy at every level of his life had success, 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 and now he's going through I mean, to some extent, times. though, that's that's every guy that gets into the league. Like – Growing up, they were all the yeah. best that they that you know in their surrounding area. They were the best in college. They were the, that's why they're in the NFL. Yeah, and not every NFL team wins, so it's not like a it's it's not a. I mean, there's experience. exceptions though. Like like Brady went through not being the starter at Michigan. You know, like yeah. J- Josh Allen didn't win every game at Wyoming. No, that's true. You know what I mean? Like it's it, there's a reason that they get paid enormous amounts of money. It is not an easy job. You have the whole world watching you. You have the pressure of yourself, the pressure of your family, the pressure of your friends, the monetary pressure, the pressure of competing against insane the other insane people that made it this far. You got to handle all of that. It's a lot times well, ten. And that's why I'm not trying to. I'm not actually. I'm not even bringing this up to like doubt him, but to like actually bring up like, yo, this is real life. Like you, this is a this yeah. is an probably an internal struggle for the guy right now going through some tough times. All right, Nick, uh, I know you you got to get to some other things. So what, what else did we learn from the press conference? Today? What's Vail's Jones Jr. status? <laughs> As you guys know, day to day, and that's how it's always going to be. But it kind of sounded like what with Eberflus, he did bring him up because of Byron Pringle's injury and the wide receiver depth being, uh, you know, not very deep there. But they're going to work him through practice uh, this entire week, see what he can and can't do, and kind of go from there. Eberflus, I don't know if you guys knew knew this, but there's different techniques on how to, you know, fall on a fumble. And Matt Eberflus said, "You guys are going to eat this up. It's called a city fumble." and a country fumble. So for a city one, imagine you're in the city 
obviously it's you know pretty congested. There's a certain technique to go and fall into the fumble. And I think he was referencing the play where it seemed like there was like six bears around the football and nobody ended up picking up that ball in a game against the Texans. And then there's the country uh, fumble where, you know, you're in a nice open space and there's obviously a different technique, you know, trying to pick that up as opposed to being in a congested area like a city. So fun fact there, there's different techniques on how to pick up fumbles and how they can maybe improve on that area because that was an area that Iberflus was saying our our effort needs to be a little bit better in some of those instances. There was on the first interception, Cole Komet actually forces a fumble. Nobody's kind of there in that area to potentially pick it up. So there is a little bit more effort that Iberflus wants to see. And yeah, now we know that there is a city and country fumble technique. And that's something that I didn't know prior to this conference. I don't think I knew that there were names for it. Yeah, but that makes so sense. <laughs> Matt, Matt, the Flus is so coachy, coach. Is it? The coach that's is the coach. I mean, that's a coordinator for you, right? Like they're yeah. so in, just immersed in like the X's and O's of everything. They don't. They're not used to talking to the media all the time. I love it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just immediately thinking of the. Uh, I think it was a Tom and Jerry where there was a city wolf and a country wolf, and uh, they go to each other's <laughs> town. And but that's because I loved cartoons as a kid. Well, well there you go. I would say that the uh, the fumble that they failed to recover was the equivalent of not paying attention and just rear-ending somebody in the city. Oh, that happened the other day. <laughs> it went right through past. his legs. That's that it's a fumble. It's it looked not... like Joe Thomas snapped it to the other team. <laughs> is what it looked like. It was like rugby. He was right on top of it, and it and then he like squeezed it into like. Which is actually kind of what you're supposed to do, but you're supposed to turn on your side. Because if you turn on your side, it can't go anywhere. Instead, it was like, hike, and he snapped it through his legs. It's a weird skill set to be able to pick that ball up. I'm sorry. Ball's quickly through his legs. Seven million things are going on. I mean, like, football's too, just the way it bounces. It's really, it's, yeah. But that that makes sense, though, that there's another technique. Um, But, Nick, wait, I want to know, like, what was said more if there was anything said i should say about the fact that this run defense is just not like is that a concern like how what is our level of concern especially ahead of the giants where saquon barkley seems to be back was there anything said in the press conference about that he did say the one thing that needs to improve upon and this is in all areas of the defense is there's only six sacks in three games from from that front four right now and he said that Right now, we just need to get that pressure, that consistency from all areas of defense, not just the ends or the interior defense alignment, but from all levels. He wants to see his defense improve upon that. So he, that is definitely one area that Flus wants to see improvement on. And then he did say that the hits philosophy is working so far. But again, uh, he wants to see more turnovers and he wants to see that effort still be implemented throughout the entirety of the game. And you know, that's how Matty Rafluz kind of coaches there, always preaching on effort and, you know, just the hits philosophy. He did mention, you know, how these guys are practicing, obviously very high effort intensity that they are making a slight change to um, how the practices themselves are shortening up practice. And that's going to be for the next three weeks because they, he said, yeah, well, we played three games in a row. We're going to kind of shorten up these practices now, make sure that there aren't any further injuries because obviously the Bears have, you know, taken some injuries, and especially at the wide receiver position. But they are changing up a little bit of their practice habits and shortening up practice just, again, with the intensity and now with the season unfolding here. Anything about Roquan Smith's 16 tackles or anything about how he seems to be settling into, especially like that weak side role too? 
He didn't say anything today about it, but I know on the post-game presser, he just feels like he's more comfortable in the defense, and that was evident. Like, those 16 tackles don't happen if you're not comfortable in this defense, and it looks like Roquan's becoming more more comfortable in his role. I, I, I got to say, like, did Khalil Herbert and or Roquan Smith get snubbed on the weekly awards? On the weekly week? awards? I think the did, Khalil Herbert, did, for sure. Yeah, did Cordero Patterson have a better game than Khalil Herbert? I think he had 141 yards. He we're was just doing it on the yards. Like, weren't his yards per carry? Know. Like, his yards per carry were lower, though. I think. But shout out, Brandon Graham had a better game than Roquan Smith. I mean, I'm not. I'm honestly asking. It's like I was I breaking know. down the Eagles tape, but <laughs> like, I honestly I don't know. But I just shout out to Cordell Patterson, who we just could not figure out how to use correctly <laughs> here. Freaking guy's been killing it for two years now down there. But yeah, that's true. Dave Ragone, man, he unlocked them. He, uh, I knew people at the time, Ed Obradovich shouting you out, 87, put him at running back. And I, was, I thought he was nuts. And I'm like, what do you mean put him at running back? And, and he was right. I don't think I realized, um, going back to Roquan, too, that he's now tied for the league leading tackles. This, he's he's tied for first with 36 after that game. He was the, he was the Vegas favorite. To lead the NFL in tackles this year. Yes, he said. I know the odds are really good on that, you guys, too. Like, for Roquan to lead the league in, in tackles. I know in points bet, if you go there and made the bet before the season started, the odds were there was a pretty good payout if you put your money on Roquan. Nick, you're such a pro. <laughs> Got to use points bet when you can. <laughs> All right, that was Nick, big. I, I wish we could show your face during these hits. <laughs> like he just rubbed his hands like he was like just making it's like, money. It's like he did yesterday money. whipping me and Lawrence on the ping pong table. I hate Nick. We wow. should put money on that or, or televise it. There it is. Nick, I, just, I did let the people know about your amazing ping pong shot yesterday. He did. And Adam, like I went back and watched your your the story on Instagram, and I don't know why I was hoping it was there, oh. but I knew it wasn't. But next time. I'm next so time. mad. <laughs> oh, he's saying he's going to do it again. Next he's saying time. he will have another well, diving uh, shot. I mean, listen, the, the target on Nick's back is the size of Soldier Field at this point. Dude walks out here on Tuesdays, goes right to his phone, walks down an alley and tells everybody how he beat me and whoever <laughs> else in ping pong. I'm just staring out the window right now. Won't look at any cameras, just looking. At, I'm just I'm, I'm getting my focus on for next Tuesday. I'm looking By forward way, to it, Carm. I, I have a, I have, um, oh. Yeah, do you have any big tennis matches? So last night I improved to uh, three and one. I am in first place in the league. I had a tough loss last week on a, uh, but that we won't get into that. But so you know you have to report. You know what the problem was? I bet you that day you lost. You didn't lose to Nick earlier in the day in ping pong. We I, have yeah, a theme I, going. I, here. I, you yeah, lose to Nick. You channel that anger. You smash dudes a night in tennis. It, it was the it was the next day after beating Schneiderman. Uh, Whatever his name is. Yeah, I was going to say, you totally changed that guy's yeah. name. <laughs> Last week, he was not Schneider. Schnoogleman. Whatever. I, after I beat Schnoogleman, that was awesome. But then the next day was Bears Wednesday. Went in the locker room, did all that. Then I met Kevin Powell for, for dinner afterwards. Ate way mm. too much food. And then I show up and I lose 11-9 in the tiebreaker and wanted to absolutely just... I mean, the, uh, the hits principle was not going on. It was a terrible job. But bounce back yesterday and tr you have to report your scores, right? We played a third set tiebreak because somehow I lost the second set. It's really embarrassing that I did that. But I beat him in the tiebreak 10-1. He reported back the score that it was 10-2. Oh. And I want to be like, no, 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 no. 10-1. 10-1 there, uh, Doug Donenberg or whatever his name is. 
It's like the scene in Big Lebowski. I, I, You're it, over the line. It wasn't 10-2. It was 10-1. You got one measly point Market in the tiebreak. zero. <laughs> this ain't numb. Rusty. <laughs> this isn't numb. There are rules. There are rules. Do, do, I, do I respond to the text right now? Like, actually, it was 10-1, not 10-2. Or do I let it go? I think you let it go. Do I it. Think you, I think, I you, think let you let it go. go. Everyone says let yeah, it go. Just let it go. But you'd want to say 10-1. You would. I know you would. I'm not for the, the only content. One. I want you to call them out on it and see what happens. Do it for the plot. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Do it for the plot. That's what the kids are saying. So. All right, Nick. Uh, appreciate it. Anything else you want to share before you get out of here? Uh, no, guys. I'm gonna go head out to practice real quick. See who is and isn't practicing. But good show. And Mark, I'm looking forward to next Tuesday. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Love you, Nick. <laughs> see you guys. All right, guys. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano. Get all the updates from House Hall, and I'm actually going to head up there right now for locker room as well. So we'll have you covered today on CHGO. Uh, Carmi, all awesome having you here as always. Bears after dark tomorrow. We have a special guest in studio, most likely. Uh, Lawrence is really excited about Lawrence it. Lawrence is yeah. thrilled, but we have a diehard Bears fan who is also about to appear in the third season of the Real Housewives of Utah. Which, which, by the way, there's an event. Which cannot be a real show. Apparently, I think. I'm invited tonight to this thing. There's a there's a there's a high level event for the real like a, a the real wise of Utah here, in yeah. here? Chicago. Chicago. Why are they in here? Chicago. Because these two have strong Chicago connections. Bears fan, whatnot. So the, the the attire for tonight is quote icy. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> do you have a chain? Do you have do you have jewelry? Oh, that's what it means. That's what yeah, it means. No, I have no jewelry. I they want you to wear a, an ice, ice muskies jersey. That's what they want. <laughs> yeah, have have Ho give I you his it. ice muskies sweatshirt. Yes. Yes. Icy. icy. It says ice muskies on it. If someone sent me an invitation that said dress icy, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm not going. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm out. I think I got to go like my fancy pants, my fancy shoes, and, and a sport coat, and my fancy shirt. Is yeah. that icy? And yeah. a giant chain, apparently. Yeah. Some sort of jewelry, spark, like, yeah, just like flashy. I personally just wouldn't go, but that's well, a yeah. whole other story. I got, <laughs> Lawrence is on my level. I, I have an invitation for two, so if you want to hit me up on Twitter and join me in an icy, I'm, I'm willing to take anyone to this event, Real Housewives of Utah. Let's <laughs> go. Show up in a snowsuit. <laughs> Well, you guys said it was icy out. I don't know. Get a, a freezy pop. Show up with a freezy. Show up with freezy pops. It's a very intimidating attire. Icy. Like icy. I'm not on your level. I don't do icy. I, yeah. <laughs> I definitely do not do icy. Uh, there, okay. I, there we go. Casey's got a water bottle for me. That's <laughs> there you go. I don't know what to tell you. That's that's next level stuff there. Icy. I, All right, we got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> Will and Nick have the preview show for you tomorrow. They'll have the whole game broken down. Every single aspect of it for you tomorrow at noon right here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Bears after dark tomorrow night with these guys. Am I joining you tomorrow night? Am you I are, to? buddy. Okay. That's your there. role. Okay. That's your That's role. Your <laughs> know your role. I'll be there. Do your job. Do your job. Tibbs, <laughs> we miss you, buddy. <laughs> care what you're failing at in New York right now. I love you. All right. Follow us at CHGO underscore Bears. Check out the content, allchgo.com, the uh, newsletter, Bears Things. It's up there. If you didn't get it in your Do inbox, that. you can read it.
Hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.